Yo, what's up? Let me get on the mic. I got this hits off the streets. Check it out and click. It's your boy and your boy is back. So sit back, chill and relax. Cause word on the street is you got something to prove and tell. Profit what you're doing, baby D in the car. She be like, what's up? So welcome to Hits Off the Streets. Everybody got a story to tell. Yep. AZ, I read very well. So sit back, relax, y escucha. El profe poniéndose trucha. Aquí contigo armando la lucha. Hits off the streets, I'm ready to prove, y'all. Number one podcast, get your groove on. Sit back, relax, get your cruise on. Earpiece and speaker is blasting. The director ready action. Throw down another hit classic. Houdini ready magic. What? Huh? Sub kid, the director ready action. Throw down another hit classic. Wow, ready magic. Yo, what's up? Let me get on the mic. I got this hits off the streets. Check it out and click. It's your boy and your boy is back. So sit back, chill and relax. Cause word on the street is you got something to prove and tell. Profit what you're doing, baby D in the car. She be like, what's up? So welcome to Hits Off the Streets. What's going on, everybody, man? It's your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor. That's right, bringing you another fun-filled program. I want to thank all our listeners that are out here right now in Mesa, Arizona, to all the people out there in Mexico as well. Yo, big shout-outs to all our major sponsors that we have today. Let me go ahead and start off with Pristine Barbershop at 801 South Power Road, Suite number 109, Mesa, Arizona. You can reach them at 480-981-8845. Get a hold of Emily and get a hold of Luis, man. Great people. They're out there in Superior too as well, man. And to our other sponsor for the show. Hydration Therapy and Weight Loss Center. Claudia Sanchez, Family Nurse Practitioner, 2982 East Fort Low, Tucson, Arizona, 85716. Phone number is 520-327-2223. Ask for Damaris. Damaris, what's up? And to our two major sponsors, Bacanora Danzari and also Truth and Humor. Big shout out to everybody out here listening to us, man. We are cruising low this Sunday. That's right. Slap the carnesada on the grill. Here we go. Yo, what's up? Let me get on the mic. I got this hits off the streets. Check it out and click. It's your boy and your boy is back. So sit back, chill and relax. Cause word on the street is you got something to prove and tell. Profit what you're doing, baby D in the car. She be like, what's up? So welcome to Hits Off the Streets. Muy buenas tardes, muy buenos días y muy buenas noches. Donde los están escuchando, les queremos decir bienvenidos para el programa. I want to go ahead and introduce our uh, co-host very uh, very quickly, uh, Baby D. Say what's up, Baby D. What's up? Uh, we are really glad to have Baby D with us. And uh, also, Thank you. Uh, it's an honor to have her here. She's been putting in a lot of work at her new job. She's always busy, a great mom, a great friend. A great person and one outstanding partner in crime, let me tell you. So, also, we have a very special guest with us today. Um, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Lowrider himself, Ooh. Richard Ochoa. Go ahead and represent yourself, kid. Present yourself to the world. Hey, how you doing? Thank you very much for uh, having me today. Really appreciate that. It's an honor. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, man. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you bring to the table. Uh, what is it that you bring to Mesa, Arizona? Well, Mesa, Arizona it was a great starting point for me. Uh, but actually, my uh, roots took come from a little pueblito um, called Superior. Yeah, in Superior, Arizona. I was, in Superior. I was born in Superior, and uh, that's where I uh, started my uh my lowrider days because not that I was lowriding in the boulevard back then, uh, but actually uh, when I grew up, that's all I knew. Awesome. Because on Main Street, what what, what cruised those streets were Impalas uh -huh. and, uh, and the rides that you still see today. For sure. But that's what I grew up with. When okay. I moved to Mesa, um, my friends that I was uh, growing up with, you know, they, they were pulling up in Chevelles and Malibus and Camaros. Yeah. And I was tripped out a little bit because this is not what I did. <laughs> not your style. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, what I did was I was able to convince a few of them. Someone. Hey, you know what? Let's 
let's go back low. Let's go low riding. Yeah. So what I did was actually in, you know, when I was 16 years old, I bought my first um, 1964 Impala. Awesome. Um, you know, back then I bought it for 175 bucks. You know, and, and what's the and price I, on that right and now? And I had to borrow the, <laughs> half of the money from my nana. So, <laughs> hey, big good shout out to nana, right? Always <laughs> coming through. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I paid her back. But um, and nowadays you can't even touch uh, an accessory for 175 dollars. Nada, bro. Mm-hmm. Para you know? nada, man. Yeah. So I, I had that that 64 Impala, and and um, it it got me started. Okay. In this 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 road. But I tell you what, even back in Superior, when I was a little little kid, uh, my jefito, what I considered him a, a lowrider, first mm-hmm. generation lowrider, because, you know, he was married with my mother and we had a good family time in Superior, but it was a ritual for us. You know, awesome. every payday, we'd uh, go out to eat at the restaurant called Triple X. Yeah. And then we'd go and hit Main Street. Orale. And my dad would cruise up and down Main Street. Oh, you know? that's dope. And I was a kid, man, but I, I loved it. Oh, of course. This, how small I was is I was able to stand up in the backseat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, I was I was with him, and um, that's where I kind of got my first experience of going the, the ritual of cruising cruising the boulevard. That's dope. And I'm a huge fan, bro, of lowriders and the totally. lifestyle and just what you bring to the table. And that's what I want to tell everybody. Lowrider is a lifestyle. Lowrider is una vida that yes. y'all live. You know what I mean? And it's priceless to a lot of people. It's it's like a religion somewhat, somehow, some way. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's very contagious, too. Once you get into the right people and you see what that life is, it's, right. it's a different it's a different vibe. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No. And, you know, when I was uh, young and, and, and about my 64, um, I had a friend of mine that I met named John Rios. They, they know his name is Bully. Uh-huh. For many that know him, Big and uh, Bully. Bully and I started uh, the very first car club in Mesa. Okay, what Back was the in, name of it? It was called Pride Car Club. Pride. And Pride Car Club started up. We started up in 1976. Um, you know, just doing our thing. You know, um, and there were the maybe a little bit of the Wild West days. Okay, but you know what? If you're from the 70s, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And um, and <laughs> baby, did <Dita. laughs> I do? But uh, you know, we had we had some great times. Awesome. And we we um, we got to learn the the process of building cars. Okay. Uh, but also, we were building a culture in Mesa. Awesome. That hadn't been started yet. La cultura. Yep. Yeah. And um, you know, we got we got people other people lowriding in Mesa. Awesome. Again, I mean, my, my friends at first, man. The ones that were driving Camaros and Malibus, yeah. soon they were driving Impalas. That's it, you know? low and slow, or, baby. Or, or if they were real lucky, they got a fleet line, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, it took a, it took some process to go. So my, my time with Mesa started there, and and um, I was with Pride for a few years. Okay. Uh, back in the early days, like I said, in the 70s, a little bit of the wild, wild west, um, I started a new family. Uh, decided that uh, I needed to take care of my family first, primero. Of course. And so I went ahead and backed away from the club for a little bit. Um, but then um, the fever hit again. Yeah. Um, and in 1980, I started a car club called Society Car Club in Mesa. Yeah, big shout out to everybody at Society Car Club. There man. you go, man. And, and Society Car Club, we're celebrating our, um, I would be our 40, 43rd, 44th year right now. Oh, wow. Congratulations, yeah. bro. Yeah. And, um, you know, Society started up as a, a family family centric car club. Okay. You know, in fact, we, our motto was family first. Oh, awesome. And um, everybody's grown up in that club now. Uh, back in 1983, we threw our very first car show at the brand new Mesa Convention Center. It was yeah. brand new back then. Uh, we did a we did a small show. Did it turn out pretty good? And we just kept on doing it. Awesome. And we did that show for 22 years in, at the Mesa Convention Center, and it grew to be one of the most prolific car shows in in Arizona. You know, um, it was it was something that. Um, uh, enough that it got the attention of Lowrider Magazine. Dope. Um, in 1988, uh, the new gentleman, the gentleman that actually had just purchased the rights for Lowrider, his name was Alberto Lopez, he called me up and said, hey, man, um, I see what you're doing in Mesa. I want to go check out the show because um, we want to start throwing our own shows. Yeah. So Alberto came down, and um, he saw what we did, the way we, we did our programming and logistics and set everything up, and they took that template. And they put it on the Lowrider Magazine show template. Sick. And uh, we were doing our thing, and, and he liked it. And then he liked it enough where he hired us. Awesome. And he started using uh, myself and my carnal, my carnal, Danny. Yeah, big shout out to Danny. There you go. Danny <laughs> has been with me 
uh, since he was... Was Danny the guy that I met with you at the... Uh, yes. Okay, okay, cool, cool, yeah, cool. That's my carnal, Danny. Oh, yeah, Dan- big shout out to Danny, man. That yeah. is cool. Danny is the uh, judging manager for Motorsports Showcase and Lowrider Magazine oh, this day. Uh, he's been lowriding for 40-some years, but he's also been the head judge for... Uh, the magazine for uh, about the last thirty-four years. Oh, sick! Yeah, so sick. he's been he's been around the block and he's seen the the, <laughs> the, the car industry change and develop and and um, and we're still into it, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, so uh, that's funny how you touch base on that. The change, you know, you've been doing this since the seventies, the eighties, the nineties. Now we're in the two thousands. How drastically has been those changes, those eras? Well, I, I see that Lowrider kind of went from the back streets to Main Street now. Okay. And Main Street, the way I say, the reason I say Main Street is uh, case in point. Uh, just recently, uh, we met at a project that the Phoenix Suns were doing. For sure. That is tailored to the Lowrider community. Wow, kudos at, to you guys, man. As well as the Chicano community here in, sure. in, the val- in, the, in the Valley. Which, which is huge. Which is huge. Yeah. Um, you know what? The Phoenix Suns recognize that the Chicano community and the Latino community here is a big piece of their fan base. For sure. And you know what? Yeah. They were, that piece of that fan base has not been properly recognized. Okay. And so they haven't. And I'm glad that this year they decided to step up their game yes. and recognize yes. us. Yes. You know? Yes. La gente, la raza. That's you right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we play a big part. Oh, Especially yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix Absolutely. Phoenix is what represents. Phoenix is La Raza. You know what yeah. I mean? Ever since when I was young and small, my tío Joe, rest in peace, man. <clears throat> I used to come up because he era old school cholo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And <laughs> I used to love coming up with them. They lived on 7th Street and Apache. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Which doesn't exist no more because the airport ended up buying that area. That's right. But, <laughs> you know, that was that was our home. That was hood right there. And yep. it was crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I used to love coming up here and we'd go cruising all the time and ride around Tamien and his Bel Air, I remember. So <laughs> it, it was good times. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you know, and, and, and being from the 70s too and low riding uh, back in the days when I was with Pride and even the early days of society. Um, Central Avenue, Central, yeah. uh, was the place. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and uh, I, I met a lot of the car clubs that I still have relationships with now. Yeah. Back then, uh, we've all grown older together. Yeah. Hopefully, wiser together. <laughs> but what we've done more importantly is that we've been become closer together. Awesome. So it's uh, the Lowrider community is a, is a well um, knit group of people and individuals that support each other here in the at least in the Phoenix area. For sure. And and throughout the Lowrider community as a whole. Yeah. You know, um, there's over 2,000 lowrider car clubs that are that are based out of uh, the United States. Uh-huh. But even with those 2,000 clubs that have a name, yeah, they have chapters. Yep. That even bring it up to possibly 3,500 wow. different car clubs wow. throughout the country. Wow, you know? that's cool. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of gente. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. You know, but that's what we are. That's our 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 race. That's who we represent. Unidad. Unity. That's you it. You know what I mean? Yep. And the more we get together, the stronger we are. That's right, man. Yeah. That, so. the, well, case in point with that is the fact that this last year, Loretta Magazine, we had our tour. Yeah. And we called it the Unity Tour. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. and we brought the, the 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 Unity Tour. Actually, we brought it because of the fact that we we celebrated this Unity Tour because we celebrated in 1993 okay. and had the 93 Unity Tour. Wow. So here we go, you know, 30 years later Dang. and uh, bring the Unity Tour back because it's time to refocus and For sure. and, and, and get our grounds on on um, the, our, on the Loretta community being as a as a whole group. And congratulations to that, bro, because oh. it, it takes a lot of work. Trust me. I know what it takes to build these uh, events, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just to get to all those people together, mm-hmm. you know, it's a blessing, you know what I mean? Right. So, oh, good, man. So, again, back to the changes. You said more modern, okay? So, what do you mean by more modern on the Lowriders? Well, even uh, engineering okay. and, and every aspect of the Lowrider has changed. And, in fact, that, um, you know, Back in my days in the 70s, man, you had a carnal, you had a, a friend, you had a compadre, you had a tío <laughs> or tía or somebody that worked on the cars with you. Yeah. And oh. everybody helped each other out, sure. you know. Oh, el güey, uh, el vato. Like, el yeah, wey. there you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, the first time I paid in my, I had uh, one of my cars painted, man, I paid a a few hundred dollars to get the car painted. That's crazy. You know, nowadays, uh, you, sandpaper costs $200. Yeah, no doubt, huh? <laughs> so, uh, you know, things have changed in that, plus yeah. the, the way the vehicles are built. For sure. You know, you know, back in the day when Lowrider started heavily in Arizona, which is actually technically you bring it back to the early 60s uh-huh. uh, going forward, um, you had the cars that were breaking out, had Keystones, had Rockets, had Kregers, hmm. um, 
baby moons, you know. Yeah, yeah, and sure. now the 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 standard is a is a wire wheel, yeah. you know. And even when the wire wheels, there's different standards of those too. Oh, for sure. And uh, and and but but the the wheel and the tire is the same. Have have been kind of the focus of the lowrider really? from day one. Wow. Um, out long of the fact that it's riding low, uh-huh. you know. Back in my days, man, we'd heat the springs, cut yeah. the springs, yeah, lower that. them down. <laughs> if you had a little, bit, you know, a few dollars in your pocket, you'd be able to afford a, 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 a hydraulic system. But that basically you had to retrofit. Yeah. And now you you can buy things off the top, up the shelf. Oh yeah. And lift the car front and back for sure, and get it done professionally done if you wanted to shop. Yeah. You know, there's a few hydraulic shops here in Phoenix. Not a few. There's about four or five shops that I'm aware of, but um, you have some very long term. Standard shops that have uh, had been part of the Loretta community here in Phoenix, like Frank's Custom Hydraulics. Yeah. Uh, before Frank's Custom Hydraulics was here, you know, here in Phoenix we had um, Reds, we had yeah. House of Hydraulics, oh, yeah. and we had all these shops. But the very first hydraulic shop in Phoenix was actually managed by Macompadre Bully uh-huh. uh, back in the seventies. Was called Autos Hydraulics. Autos, and it was in Phoenix, and and Bully was the manager there. And um, when he introduced the the shop. You know, he was just basically selling parts, yeah. um, and the parts that we were selling, then the guys would go home and install them at their house. Yeah. You know, uh, but now you can take your car to a, sh- could take your car to Frank's Custom Hydraulics, uh, and uh, he'll do A to Z and have the car. You walk, you know, you go home with your car, lift in front of back. You know, yeah. yeah, just like that, huh? Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, but that's cool though, dog. You know what I mean? So I would like to ask you. The lifestyle of lowrider, you know, the what's the history behind lowriding? What does that signify to you? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I've met some very interesting individuals that, uh, across the time that I've been doing this. Uh, from an educational standpoint, uh, if they trace the lowrider roots, For sure. so to speak, it goes back to the 40s. Yeah. You know, back in the 40s, when a lot of the servicemen got out of the, got out of the war. Yep. A lot, and, and I'm I'm talking about the Chicano, the Hispanic, the yep. Latino servicemen that would come out of the war. Yep. He came back, back and and got into society here, uh, but um, it was a little hard for them to get work. Yeah, you know, so a lot of them became self-employed or started their own shops. Yeah. you know, they went to the army or to the, to the navy or the air force, and they learned how to work on machinery. They learned how to work on military vehicles, and they brought that talent back with them, and they started their own car shops here. For sure, right. And so what they did was they basically started building their own first edition lowriders, but they didn't call them lowriders back then. Yeah. You know, some of these guys were doing other La things Rafla. too. There you go. <laughs> and some of these guys were doing other things, you know. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of, uh, there was a little bit of moonshining going back then, you know, and, and bootlegging, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, but uh, these, these guys were doing this and they wanted to kind of be self-identified. Yeah. So what they started doing is they started dressing a little differently, yeah. which, which comes to the point where, Back in the day, a lot of people said, "Hey, where did this? Where did these pachucos come from?" Yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, what the, a Boulevard Nights. There baby. you go. Well, the original pachucos, if you trace it down, yeah. um, is the word pachuco comes from a slang word. Okay. Okay. And um, if you're from Texas, uh-huh. you know what chuco is. Uh-huh. Okay. Chuco is a nickname for the town of El Paso, Texas. Chuco. Right. Chuco. So these guys that that came out of the service that ended up in El Paso. Uh, they started dressing up the part yeah. with these suits, yeah. and um, that 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 style of dress caught on. Oh, for sure, real quick, yeah. Because they had that style of dress, and then they had their car, yeah. Okay, and Puro that, finesse. There you go, and uh, <laughs> they started doing their things. Um, the, the legend says that the, the Pachuco basically migrated from El Paso and made their way through Arizona nice. and ended up in Califas. Orale, okay. Orale. So you got, you got, uh, and then of course the, the debate of where's, where was Loretta Loretta born at? Yeah. Well, you know, some, if you talk to a guy in LA, he's going to say East LA. You talk to a guy in, in San Jose, he's going to say right here on story and King. Yeah. Right. But the fact of the matter is it just became, the dynamics grew so fast yeah. that it happened almost simultaneously across the board, That's cool. you know, and yeah. even in, in La Finiquera. Oh yeah. For sure. You know, I mean, the the very first car club that is on record on being a formal lowrider car club are the 38th Street Dukes. Okay. Out of East LA, right? Yeah. The the Dukes are um are, are very historic in many many ways. Yeah. Okay. They're strictly a they're, you know well they used to be strictly a bomb car club, and they started up with the with the Ruelas brothers. Okay. And the Ruelas brothers started this car club because they wanted to get the family out of the little gang life. For sure. 
So what they did is they 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 were also mechanics. Yeah. So they were building cars, doing their thing, and they started building lowrider car, their their style, and it caught on That's pretty dope. good. This was in 1962. Wow. Right. So everybody says, well, that was the very first club. But then, in the latter part of '62, at the same time, there was um, another organization here in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. They call themselves Phoenix Little Mafia. Okay. These guys were Chicanos. Yeah. They they had the zoot suits. But they had they had custom cars, but they had a little bit of everything. Orale. They had a custom car, but with slicks in the back, okay. and you know maybe raised up in the back a little bit, but lowered in the front. You know, like a hot rod style, okay. right? Yeah. But they had but they had a variety of vehicles, but they were still called the Phoenix Little Mafia. But some of their cars were lowriders. They were awesome. the first lowriders in Phoenix. Awesome. You know, and this was in late '62. Get him educated, bro. Educate. Yeah. These so guys. I mean, the, the the contrast of of the of the Honda and the Sport and the, uh-huh. and the cars themselves, it just happened so quickly. And so, so, so spread out yeah. that you really can't say low riding started here or low riding started there. See, but so you it's know? A, just a tradition that That's just right. came upon, you know what right? I mean? And then if you go talk to somebody from New Mexico, they're going to tell you the, the <laughs> low rider, low rider uh, ground zero is Espanola, New Mexico. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, so, again, it just happened so quickly. That's pretty dope. Um, and But it's kind of like, you know, it's like asking you, you know, you can find out exactly where Menudo comes from. Right. If you really, really <laughs> dig My it. Nana's dig house. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Yeah, that, and that's the right and, answer. And that's the right answer. And every vato <laughs> will tell you, my nana yeah, sauce, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. So that's the right answer right there, man. Yeah, we got an old school Duke right here, right? Yeah. Sitting with us too as well. Oh, <laughs> Gangsta live. <laughs> so AZ cruising, man. Talk about it because I'm a big fan of cruising the boulevard, you know, cruising central, Glendale. They used to have it on first Sundays now, but it's it's a thing, but now it's not a thing for some reason like you need permits now i mean food vendors now go up there you know and i understand us listen guys i'm telling you this right now if you guys were to take care of the streets and not Mm -hmm. make this madre and pick up after yourselves it would make things a little bit more easier to get those permits and to allow us to do what you guys do you know what i mean talk a little bit about az cruising man what's the lifestyle like what was it how is it well you know when in in the, in the seventies it was central, yeah, and we did our thing there, For and, sure. and of course you know when you you touch something on, on which which is, makes a lot of sense, um, you know the cruising happened, but then when you had a if I can say, you know maybe oh, you, you a, can a, say whatever you want, okay, okay, yeah, so yeah. If, you know you have somebody doing a pendejada, yeah, yeah. Um, it it messes up for everybody, For sure, you right, that one pinchy bad apple man, that's right, El cagapalo. Mm-hmm. You know what? If I have a business on, on South Central, man, and I had my business closed, and every time Monday morning I had to go to the business to open the doors, For sure. and it was full of empty beer cans mm-hmm. and trash and condones and, and, and all that shit, all huh? that fun stuff, <laughs> you know, I, I'd be upset too. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Anybody would be. Most definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, that's unfortunately, you know, but youngsters, you know, will be youngsters. Yes. Um, but now I understand there. Now, now the cities are involved. And it's a political thing. For sure. Even even being in Mesa, okay. In Mesa, we used to cruise uh, Main Street in the seventies, okay. You know, and and um, and it was a it was a big thing, right? Well, in the uh, late seventies, uh, the city of Mesa finally got wise to that, so they made they made cruising illegal. Wow. They actually had signs that if they caught you going up Main Street more than twice, what? they would pull you over and give you a ticket That's for cruising. Crazy. That's crazy. Because you have no business going more than twice, I guess. <laughs> so if you, if you if you couldn't find the store the second time, yeah. I guess you had to go home, right? I see so, But there was a law that you couldn't you couldn't go more than twice down the street wow. or else it would consider cruising and give you a ticket. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Though, you know I mean? And that law took hold on many cities across the country. Wow. Um, I gave props to this to the state of California, which just rescinded nice. a no cruising ban that that many uh, cities have in the L.A. area, excuse me, the um, Southern California and Northern California area. Okay. So the state took it upon themselves to remove that. Out of the books. Awesome. So and big shout did. out to California for that move. Big shout out to California. Mean? And yeah. I'll tell you why it happened. is because the vatos that were lowriding back in the days that were youngsters, they grew up and they became influential in legislative uh, issues. Uh, they became politi- uh, political. Nice. They became politicians. They, they, become, they saw it. They saw know? it coming, yeah, man. So sure. And they were part of that onda. So they could relate. You know. So yeah. I think it's just a matter of. Of if uh, you know we create our own influence, of course. You know, so if we can just stay on board with that, and and you know, I have friends that are that are lowriders that are not, you know, they're they're not 
you know, guys that grew up in the neighborhood that that stayed in the neighborhood, they 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 um, they they uh, expanded on their own horizons For sure. and and made th- made their lives better. For sure, you know. So I, I have I got camaradas that are managers, uh, business owners, uh, lowriders that are doctors, lawyers, uh, judges. Um, you know, across the board, you know, and they can relate to our lifestyle. Of course. And they're the ones that best defend us. Yeah, of course, because they know what it's all about. You That's know what it. I mean? And they yeah. know the passion. They have it. They have the. They do. The, oh, no, and, they, and they're honored. Yeah. And especially like you right now, I'm honored for you just telling your story and being here again. Thank you for your time. You were with your family. You were saying you guys were making tamales and everybody was there. <laughs> but it. you took the time to come to the show. And uh, I really thank you for that, bro. That oh, no to problem. me Absolutely. means a lot. And uh, you walking in through the door, your family here, too. So anytime you're more than welcome here on Hits Off the Streets. Man. Right on. So, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. But you guys got to understand, man, when people talk about the lifestyle, Oh, they talk about it with the passion. Like, it was, you know, it was their love. You know, it was like their lady. You know what I mean? So it's great to hear the stories, especially, you know, the old schoolers, the OGs, as they would call them, because they have more passion towards it because it was the original stuff. You know what I mean? And it's great to see. So the music, man, the way you guys dress, the, the way you guys talk. You know what I mean? Speak a little bit about all that, man. Well, you know what? It, being involved with uh, with doing the car show back in the day here in Mesa, uh-huh. um, I was very privileged to to uh, to you know bring in some some um, pretty good artists. You know we you know we had a series of variety of, of entertainment for the for the Mesa Super Show back in those days. For sure. I mean, we broke out with uh, the first time MC Magic did a Lowrider Super Show yeah. was at the Mesa Super Show. For sure. MC Magic's from Nogales, too. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. there he is. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. Marco. Yeah, I don't know if anybody knows his yeah. real name. But, <laughs> I didn't want to throw but, it out there, but I'm yeah, glad you did. <laughs> well, I, man, I remember Marco, the, the first time he did a, 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 a cassette for me at Parkinson. You know? That's right. Yeah, but that's you know what? My, my full respect for, for, for MC Magic. He's for doing sure. a great job and he's still uh, being an ambassador, uh, an ambassador for the Lowrider community in regards to the music end. For sure. And he's still doing it. You know what I mean? doing Big time. Big Shout out to uh, MC Magic. There you go. There you go. Uh, I, I have the privilege too. I would always take care of him when he go down to the resort. He would always take his mom to get pampered and everything. There you know you what I mean? So he'd always stop by and say what's up. So he's, he's a big friend too. Yeah. So he's a cool dude, man. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. He gets down. But uh, just the way you guys dress, the suit suits, you know, los pachucos, that's where it all started. Like, did you guys see a change too? And then it all went to what? Well, the, the, the uh, pachuco phase was real big yeah. and it kind of it, it kind of got you know well from the 40s with the original pachucos uh-huh. and when you said earlier about the original lowriders bro to me an original lowrider is a is the guys that were lowriding back in the 40s yeah. back in the 50s back in the early 60s Dope. okay everybody after that is just doing it because they did it Arale. right yeah. so Bring right now i couldn't i couldn't i even though we there's a lot of People that say, "Hey, I'm an OG," or sí. you know, myself, I can't be considered an OG because okay. my OG is is the guys that got me into this sport. Sí. And unfortunately, those guys aren't even around anymore. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. They're, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. You but know? they're looking upon us, man. You know, taking care of us. So, yeah. Gracias a Dios. You know yeah. what I mean. But you guys still uh, have that tradition, and you guys still carry their name too. You know, we what have I mean? to. We For have sure. to. Sure. Yeah. They, they, you know, nunca se van. Yeah. So they're always here with us. Yeah. You know, doing their thing. That's dope, dog. So in 2009, uh, Lowrider Hall of Fame honoree, we have here with us Richard Ochoa. Oh. What was that like, brother? It was. It was a great honor. Yeah. It was a great honor. It was. Um, I have very mixed emotions with that because working working at Lowrider Magazine for all those years, um, and then when the nomination process came up, and um, they told me, Richard, you've been nominated for the Lowrider Hall of Fame. Awesome. I said, Well, brother, just put it aside, man, because I, you know, I, I, I'm too much into this, <laughs> into the onda with with the magazine. Yeah. But you know what? Um, they they kind of still ran with it, yeah. and they did it because they said, you know, I, I was very humbled the fact that they said I I I. Um, I, you know, not that I didn't want it, yeah, yeah. but very hard to take that in because sometimes you're inside the store, uh-huh. you know, and uh, it's like giving yourself employee of the year, yeah. you know. Uh, but but, hey, but you sometimes know, you got to pat yourself on the back too. Dog, well, you know what I, I mean? it, well, no. What, what the good thing is, the people that were involved with the, with the Lowrider Hall of Fame at that time yeah. uh, were the ones that did the induction process, oh. and that was a very big honor for me, um, being amongst other. Lowrider Hall of Famers that I always looked up to and, and and was able to um, be friends with, I consider, you for know, sure. uh, that was a, a big honor for me. I mean, when we did the Hall of Fame 
Uh, we did the Hall of Fame in Loretta Magazine from from 2005 uh, to 2010. Awesome. Um, it was shut down, um, and they shut it down for 2010, and we restarted it up here uh, last year. Okay. And uh, last year we brought it back, and uh, we and we kind of we so we had 12 years of without having a Hall of Fame. Yeah. And now we're doing a kind of what I considered like a catch up. Okay. And we're finally getting some people that I think were long overdue. Oh, for sure. And uh, they're getting nominated now. And but but the original Hall of Famers that we brought in, like in 2005, you know, um, the first three people I think were the right people we picked. Awesome. We picked um, in the craftsmanship honor. We had a Bob McAllo. Uh-huh. Uh, Bob was a famous upholster and upholstery shop in out of East LA. He he built uh, and was part of the best builds in the industry. For sure. You know, and Bob is. Actually, still alive today. Okay. Uh, shout of course, out to Bob. He, he's retired. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, it, he, nobody could do button tuck, yeah. you know, and tuck and roll, and the, and, the, and the things that he did, oh, yeah, the way he sure. did it. You know, the other gentleman that we picked was uh, uh, talking about the Dukes earlier, um, Julio Ruelas. Yeah, big shout out to Julio. Julio, one of the the co-founders, him and his carnal uh, Fernando uh, of the Dukes Car Club. For sure. Uh, Julio was 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 a friend of mine. You know, we had some was an honor to, to be able to talk with him, and. Um, you know what he he saw the lowrider culture grow from from almost nothing. Which when again, his club was recognized as the very first lowrider club in yeah. the industry. Oh, that says big. You know, and, and and throughout his whole life, you yeah. know, and um and then the other gentleman was actually one of the co-founders of Lowrider Magazine. Uh, uh we call him El Larry. El Larry. Yeah, El Larry <laughs> Gonzalez. You know, yeah. uh, Larry uh, started lowriding with. Uh, with Sunny Madrid, okay. when Loretta Magazine opened their doors in 1977, Dang. Larry was on staff. You know, so 1977 was the official start date of Lowrider Magazine. Yes, technically the magazine started work, getting worked on in 1976. Okay, but on on New Year's Day of 77, nice. The ribbon the, was cut. The ribbon was cut, and they were selling magazines. Catching on, <laughs> bro, and it's still till the day one of the most popular magazines out there, right? Oh, I would say it is. Yes. Yeah. One thing we have a forty-seven year history. The okay. magazine has a forty-seven year history Damn. of being of being <laughs> relevant or being part of the culture. Um, in nineteen seventy-seven, of course, they sold a few hundred magazines. Yeah. Um, now, what happened was the magazine went was doing really well, but in business, some things happened. Yeah. For so, sure. um, Sunny Madrid was the first uh, was the was the the creator of the of the magazine. Okay. But then, what happened was in the mid eighties. Um, you know, the magazine was going through some tough times financially. For sure. They shut down. Yeah. Um, so actually, it went into bankruptcy court. Yeah. And in bankruptcy court, a gentleman by the name of Alberto Lopez purchased the rights okay. for Lowrider Magazine for, for uh, hope he doesn't get mad here, but uh, for $1,000. <laughs> wow. Right? He bought those rights. Yeah. And from that $1,000 investment that, that, that he, he helped build a global enterprise yeah, for sure and lowrider magazine became the number one selling automotive magazine in the country oh yeah outselling hot rod yeah. outselling everything that was on four wheels for sure and when that was happening we're at the top of the game wow you know yeah because you see if you guys ever have picked up a lowrider magazine they're out in australia they're out in japan they're out in the whole world oh, you know right. what i mean I, not to take away from the hot rods and everything else but low riding right. that's a thing man you know what i mean you know what the funny thing about the lowrider magazine uh what one thing that Albert did, and I, I give him, I applaud him for that. Is is um, when the magazine was was first being printed and went out for a while. Uh, we had people that were uh, that were in the service, okay, that were stationed across the world in this in the service, namely Chicanos. Yeah, and you know what? Their their jefitas, their their relatives, and actually sometimes Laura magazine would mail out Lowrider magazines to them wow. where they were their stations. And then distribute them? And they, the network started from there. Wow, yeah. that's dope, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so th- you know the reason that there is car club chapters in Australia, Switzerland, France, uh, Germany, um, of course, Mexico, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and a few other countries is because the U.S. servicemen planted out seeds wow. many, many, many years ago. Yo, and big shout out to all the men and women, man, that there served, you, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, uh, you served too? 
No, no, no unfortunately, no. Okay. I did not serve, man. Right now, I'm a proud grandparent okay. of my, my grandson. My oldest grandson is a U.S. Marine right oh, now. Oh, awesome. Congratulations, yeah. bro. Well, you thank know, you. And like I said, uh, big shout out to all the servicemen and women out there doing what you guys are doing. Um, you guys are what uh, the country uh, needs, especially at times like these. And uh, kudos to your families, too, and to all those people that support you guys, man. This is your boy, El Profe Streets of Professor. That's right, man. We got Richard Ochoa. Mr. Lowrider himself in the building. We also got the lovely and beautiful Baby D joining us from Nogales, Arizona as well. I'm enjoying this, man. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for your time, brother. I'm having a great time. So um, your father, you talked about your father a lot, dog. Is he one of your biggest influences in life? Well, you know what? Be honest with you, he's the reason why uh, I'm probably lowriding today. Um, You know, he's been a fan of, of, of Lowrider. Uh, since I first, since he first saw the first issue, hey. you know. But the thing about it is, like I said, I, I, I consider him a first generation lowrider. Back in the days, Superior, when yeah. they grew up, that's what they did. They lowride on Main Street, you know. And I and I and I was taught that, or I was I was put into that into that uh, lifestyle lifestyle hey. uh, by just watching him. Uh, and when I when I grew up um, and got my own ride. And when, the first time he saw my own, my my '64 Impala, yeah. he loved it. I he loved bet. It, you know? I bet he was like, "That's yeah. my That's moment." There you go. Yeah, and the tradition carried on. And he, in fact, he's he was a Loretta fan until the day the day he passed away. Oh, you know when yeah. um, you know it's ironic, man. I mean, I can still remember when you know after my dad passed. You know, we were you know, my mother had passed many years before that, but uh-huh. you know, we're getting the house ready after he had passed on and putting stuff away and you know getting things from his room. And man, he had a stack of Loretta magazines right yeah. there by the bed, you know. So yeah, yeah. that was his thing, though. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Pitching yeah. Pitching on, bro. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. we're big on fathers, bro. Yeah, so, look you at know. his face. Oh, I know. You know, that's great. childhood memories. Oh too. yeah, best times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, big yeah. shout out to my dad, Mariano Felix. Man, I love you, dad. You know, oh, it was a big influence mm-hmm. in my life too, as well. There my you go. father too, Raul Yanes. Yeah, big shout out to all the dads out there, man. There's military. a lot of good dads out there. I understand. There's a lot of bad dads, but hey, we can't take away from the good ones. You know what I mean? I stop. So, uh, yes, that's how it is, bro. So, 55 Pontiac, bro. Oh, the 55 Pontiac <laughs> was my dad's car. That was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, where did you, you did some research, Oh, huh? dad, okay. I did my homework, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, no, my dad, my jefito had a 55 Pontiac, and uh, that's what he cruised Main Street in Speedio. Uh, it was an Impala, but he had a Pontiac, which is pretty good. <laughs> I guess he was able to get the extra money because he worked at the mines over there in Speedio, oh, okay. right? But uh, that was what his first lowrider was, man. Okay. He cruised that, you know? Uh, when 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 um, later on when when uh, when they got married, my mom and my dad got married. You know, um, he went to a family car. Yeah. Uh, but then the uh, station wagon. Everybody <laughs> goes to gets get that family car. Right? Yeah. No? Yeah. But then um, you know, like I said, when later on in life, uh, when I started getting my cars, you yeah. know, uh, he, he really loved he liked it too. That's awesome. And I have a, my carnalito Danny too, yeah. man. Uh, you know, he's into the low riding scene too, big times. Yeah. Um, you know, he he uh, he still has a. He had a 64 Impala that he bought 38 years ago. Okay. And right now, that car is still in his third remake. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he now still it, has it, huh? He, he, uh, he went from complete original 64 Impala award-winning car to now Caliente 64, Caliente which is an 64. award-winning custom car. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Oh, uh, so I have to ask this, man. What does the word raza represent to you, bro? Raza means so many different things to so many different people, but in in my eyes, it's basically just a, a reflection of the of the gente that that uh, that we are kind of all all pulled together for. Okay, you know, and not necessarily, maybe not the not the maybe not the color of your skin. I see yes. but what's in your heart Andale. and what what you really you know what your culture is all about. I see yes. you know, and um, you know when when when. I'll be honest. The first thing when you say "rasa" with me, yeah. it's a little different, man. Because oh, yeah. I mean, the first time Kid Frost yeah, came, sure. came to Arizona was at the Mesa Super Show. Big shout out to Kid yeah. Frost. Man. Yeah, uh, Frost came out to the Mesa Super Show. I hired him in 1984. He came out and he's he he had jammed out with uh, a few of his new songs at that time. Yeah. You know, first big artist we we had, but he really wasn't a big artist. Yeah, you know. Um, we we brought him in only because um, a gentleman that was helping me with the show, Johnny Lazoya, mm-hmm. a lowrider legend himself, oh, yeah. actually an original uh, lowrider magazine staffer okay. uh, from from lowrider, um, was helping me with the Mesa show, and um, Johnny said, "Hey man, there's this new kid that's doing well. His name is Kid Frost, and uh, he's a Chicano rapper." 
you know, which is at that time, you unheard know, of. unheard of. Mm-hmm. So we brought him into Mesa. He did his thing. And I don't have to explain anything after that, man. Yeah. Frost is a legend. Vamonos. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. He's yeah. all he's on the top ones right there, yeah. bro. Yeah. Big time. You know what I mean? Uh, big shout out to Kid Frost, man. Uh, he's still doing his thing. He's still you doing his thing, yeah. <laughs> I think we got him. We hired him for a couple more shows this, he this coming up here. Up, bro. Yeah. He has a great following, too. He though, does. Like, he yeah. does. He he is, uh, you know, the Lowrider Hall of Fame, if we ever do a music component to he, the Lowrider yeah, Hall of Fame. He deserves it. Yeah, man. Oh, you heard it here on the program, there guys. Go. Yeah. Good for us, yo. You got <laughs> it, dog. <laughs> yeah. Good chingo, um, brother. Hey, that's funny how you touch base on music, man. So what do you think about the music scene with all the Lowriders and stuff? Like, you know, with Zap, Kid Frost, MC Magic, you know? You know what? Uh, we have a lot of rich history with with, with, with the music Sick. and lowriding. Yeah. You Sick. know, uh, I've always kind of thought about the way, you know, Music is the soundtrack of our lives. Yes, and, you know, even sometimes when you're cruising down the street, man, hey. you're cruising. But when you turn your radio on and the right song is on, oh, it yes. just the, the car just feels so much better, yeah. right? It works. It works, man. Yeah. Everything works better, you know. Uh, but um, music is, is, is very key to our culture. For sure. Know? Big time. And, and I know we have some really upcoming new music musicians and, and new bands and, and new artists that are coming out there. But... Being as old as I am, yeah. I'm old school, you know. I, I mean, one of the things that we did this last year, um, being directly in charge of the Las Vegas Super Show, uh-huh. I wanted to bring some talent that reflected the culture. For sure. And so we brought, uh, case in point, I think the background music you're playing right now. Zap and you know, Right. So we, yeah. we brought in, we brought in Zap. Yeah. Zap through Poly. I've, I've seen Zap perform a dozen times. Yeah. But this Vegas Super Show performance was one of the best performances I've seen from Zap in a long time. Well, uh, I was lucky. I was so lucky to have Zap perform at our high school at Nogales High School in 19, I think, 96 in wow. an auditorium, bro. Wow. He actually went there, yeah. Oh, that, that's <laughs> so that badass. was like crazy. I was like, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we got Zap in the house. And that yeah. one, he was barely coming out, you know yep. what I mean? So, yep. And I got to see Zap about a month and a half ago, I think, too, oh, cool. at the Footprint Center. So, right and they still do their thing, man. They still do their thing. Yeah. And he, as yeah. soon as he gets on there, bro, the crowd yeah. goes crazy. Crazy. Yeah, the gentleman that I'm working with is Zap, uh, Lester, Lester Troutman, uh, uh, Roger's brother. Yeah. I mean, great people. Great oh, people sure. to work with. And you know what? They put on a show. Oh, yeah. Big and time. And you know what? They 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 know what's up. Oh, you yeah. Know? It, it's a show within a show. It you is. You know what I mean? It is. Like, it you is. get lost in the music, but then you see all the shit that they're doing on stage, and you're like, yeah. Orale, yeah. that's it. That's what's <laughs> up. And the variety of music that we've had in our, in, in our culture is, is so... So vast, yeah. You know, I mean, I'll tell you a little story. Uh, you know, every, everybody has regrets. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'll no, tell you one of my no regrets. If, if you don't, if you don't mind, I got a minute to tell <laughs> oh, you. Oh, go one ahead, of my bro. Regrets. This okay. is your show, Doc. So, I, you know, when I was producing the Mesa Super Show back yeah. in the day, uh, this was, I believe, in the nineties. Um, I got a phone call from a gentleman from Texas, and you know, his name was Mr. Quintanilla. And Mr. Quintanilla says, "Hey, uh, um, I, you do a Mesa car show?" And I go, "Yes." He goes, "I, I have a new band and a new artist." Uh, we're, we're going to do an event in California and we're going to go through Arizona. Um, we're going to follow on the date that you're going to be there. Awesome. So do you think you can fit my group in? Wow. And, and I said, so, so I said, so I said, okay. I said, you know what? We, and we had a full lineup. Yeah. I think we had Rolls Royce. Uh, we had Rolls Royce, nice. Letter Sheet of Brown. Um, Big shout out to uh, RDL, Shit Brown. Yeah, you know, I can't even remember the other artists, but we had a full lineup, man. I didn't have any extra time on the stage. Sick. And I said, man, I, you know what? I guess said, can you do me a favor? Because I would do this all the time with artists. I would call in. Can you send me a press kit? Or in some cases, they would send me a uh, just a, a little demo, a, a demo yeah, tape, yeah. right? Back in the, with a cassette. Simon. You know, and they <laughs> send me a cassette. Send me a demo tape, and I'd like to put this, like to uh, listen to it. Yeah. And then I'll see if I can, you know, fit fit them in. So, Mr. Quintanilla sent me that tape. See. And I got it only a week or two before the show. Yeah. And it was really too late. And I, so I called him out as a courtesy and I said, you know, Mr. Cantini, I'm so sorry, man. I, I just can't fit you guys in the group in the in the event that I have in Mesa. I said maybe maybe in a in a year from now or two years from now. And he goes, Hey, no problem, man. That's that's cool. No worries. So then, um, you know, we had the show. Everything was great. We had a great show. Yeah. Ten thousand people. You know, yeah. uh, full full show. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to bring that artist in. Yeah. And of course, you know, the artist was Selena. Wow. So, so, and but when I saw her, when I heard the videotape, I mean, the audio, uh, the demo tape, um, you know, it, 
it was Celine on the on the tape, and yeah. it was it was it was great music. And I had said, man, I wish I could have fitted her in, but yeah. I didn't. Wow. But I had never heard of Selena before yeah. that. Okay. So literally, a, literally a week after the car show, I'm hearing her first breakout song coming out on the radio. Yeah. Right. So I, I said, okay, it. well, so that was one of my yeah. regrets. Okay. <laughs> Fast track 20 years later, yeah. I'm doing a show with a, another promoter in Texas, in Odessa, Texas, at the fairgrounds there, and we're doing the show. Um, I'm working with a promoter. Here comes here comes the Selena bus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we had they had hired um, AB Quintanilla and the Cumbia Kings because yep. this was already after Selena's passing. Yep. Right. So AB and Mr. Quintanilla, the father, and then the son AB, um, uh, they were still driving the Selena bus. Yeah. And they pull up in the bus. Uh, the the promoter is named Nick Hernandez. He goes, hey, Richard, I want to introduce you to Mr. Quintanilla. And I said, oh, I know who he is. <laughs> you know? so, I said, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so he introduced me to, to Mr. Quintanilla. And, uh, you know, he said this. And, and I told him the story. I yeah. said, you know what, Mr. Quintanilla, I know you probably don't remember this. Let me tell you the story. And I told him the story. And you know what? He just smiled at me. Yeah. And he goes, I bet you regret that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, yes, I do. Yeah, I will always regret that. Oh. You know, so, That's dope. But dope. hey, you know what? That's lessons learned. Hey, yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah. hey, you never know. You know what I mean? You, never uh, know. you already had a set already filled. You know, your show already filled. And, right. you know, it was a little bit too late. Yeah. If, if you probably had that chance, you oh, probably would have slipped them in. We would have no, without no problem, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, especially Pero, where they're gonna have the number one hit song in, in the uh, two, f- few months after that. Anything for Salinas. There you go. There you go. So the cool thing about uh, Kibi Quintanilla and uh, he, he, their DJ Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Kane. Yeah, he actually went to Nogales too to perform, and I opened for DJ Kane. Oh great! Yeah, great, when great. he was down there with La yeah. Maxima nineteen ninety or ninety nine point one. Yeah. Big shout out to those guys over there. So I got a little taste of that too so right on. i didn't slip on that one doc yeah, yeah. <laughs> good 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 hey but, you know what hey, but it happens though you know what i mean it does yeah we it all does. get those chances and you never know you know yeah. what i mean but you have had the experience to be part of greatness well you know? yeah i i feel very privileged about that you know and we've had other people too that have come to the mesa super show i mean we had uh i used to bring comedians to yeah. the show yep so one year we brought in uh, Rudy Moreno, which is a very popular L.A. Chicano uh, comedian. For sure. He's still performing these days. Oh, yeah. And he came down and Rudy said, Richard, could I bring another opening act for me? Yeah. And he goes, you don't have to pay him. Just maybe can you give me a hotel room for him? Yeah. So, Rudy, I'll get, I'll get you a hotel room for him, man. Similar. So this kid came out, little kid. He gave me an 8 by 10 glossy of, <laughs> and put his name on there, right? <laughs> and um, I look at the glossy, you know, and I said, okay. So he goes on. And he and he goes before Rudy. Well, he kills it, man. Yeah. He had the Coke Mesa Super Show Convention Center or the amphitheater laughing. Llorando. Llorando, <laughs> man. You know, and, and today he's known as Fluffy. Oh, yeah. right? Big shout out to Gabriel Iglesias, Gabriel man. Gabriel Iglesias, brother. Yeah. He, opened, he opened at the Mesa Super Show. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, That's dope. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And if you guys don't know about Gabriel Iglesias, he will be here next week, the yeah. day after Thanksgiving. That's so right. Big shout out to Fluffy, man. I got to meet Fluffy twice, too, Orale. in Tucson. So really cool, dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool, dude. The gente. Yo, if you hear is this fluffy man, I want you on the show, bro. Let's get you on the program via telephone, man. We got this. Make it happen for my birthday, fluffy. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, that's one thing I've always wanted to do. You know, I, I do events and I do concerts. I do shows. I was the uh, first promoter in Nogales to to do oh, all the hip hop shows. Very good. And um, I've always wanted to implement comedy, music, comedy, music. You know, get a little flavor, get a little mixture into it. Uh, Chingo Bling once. Did it before you know what oh I mean? yeah yeah um, i i performed with chingle blank too as oh, well i was beautiful. able to open with them uh great cat you know yeah. but funny you know <laughs> but hey, that's what it is you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you know what he was a guest appearance uh, a surprise guest appearance at the vegas show oh sick yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he still got some yeah. bro he, sh- yeah. he showed up Ahí con su peli, con tu pelo y yeah. el güero canelo and all that shit, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's great, man. So uh, what is one of the shows that has stood out to you that you said, a la madre, este es el bueno. This is the one. Well, not that it's because I'm getting older and I'm losing my memory, <laughs> but it's because it really hit, 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 home. hit, hit home with me. Yeah. And I'll just say it was this year's Las Vegas Super Show. Awesome. You know, we had close to 800 entries. Okay. We had 20,000 people that filled up the, the Las Vegas Convention Center. Wow. But I felt the vibe. Okay. I felt the, the, the corazón of the culture. El ánimo. Yeah, and, and, and I felt it 
directly, but I also got feedback from a lot of the people that were there. Awesome. And I had some people said that this was the best Lowrider Magazine show they ever attended. Wow. And it was a great honor to be part of that event. Cool. And we had a good team that put that together. My company's called Motorsport Showcase. Yep. We're the production company for Lowrider Magazine. Okay. So we're the ones that actually do the behind-the-scenes work. Yeah. Um, everybody got to do something like that, you yeah. know, because... Um, you know, things don't happen by accident. Nope. You know, so um, you got to surround yourself too with the right people. You know? Yeah, Man, that's a good right. Team, bro. So I, I give I give my, my the team that we have uh, props because they do a good job and they're all professionals. Awesome. So big shout out to everybody at Motorsport Showcase, man. Well, thank that, you. that are doing their thing. You know what I mean. Well, and big you. shout out to you too, dog, for keeping Lowrider the way it is. Oh, yeah. really? You know oh, what I mean. That is sick. Tell everybody where they can find you. Tell everybody uh, where to look you up. Um, if there any questions for you, how they can get a hold of you. Well, actually, they can just go ahead and uh, go to LowriderExperience.com for is the website we got the the 2024 lowrider legacy tour planned for this year and the first stop will be phoenix arizona at what the phoenix convention center uh, february the 17th awesome my yep. birthday is february 22nd yeah. so i guess where i'll be there yeah. you go yeah we, we have a 10 city tour this year okay along with that we have some other events called lowrider supported events okay we're going to be there also with another five of those events okay uh one of those events will actually right now we're working on a little surprise but uh Working on possibly working with the Smithsonian Institute Sick. in Washington D.C. You know, so um, you're going to see low riding happening in Washington. Hey, congratulations, you know? bro! Oh man, and that's what it is. We're taking over. I mean, you guys have taken over regardless. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys are everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I have this question to ask: mm-hmm. Whatever happened to the low rider art magazine, bro? Oh man, I we would love to see that back. In right? fact, you know what, Lowrider Arte yeah. was was a. Uh, was a, a really good selling publication. I was one of my favorite magazines, bro. You know, uh, we used to have Lowrider Art there. We had Lowrider Bicycle. Yeah. We had, you know, back yeah. in those days, we had a few other, um, you know, sub issues. Yeah. But the Lowrider Art there is the one that's still, to me, in my view, um, you know, it's still a lot of potential there. I think it needs to come back. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're you're not the only one that's told me that. Yeah. And um, we're working on some things. You know what's so funny? Because the, re- the reason why I bring it back, because I'm a fan. You know what I mean? I had my lowrider bike. I used to build the lowrider model cars. You know what there I mean? You Put go. hopping them and everything. Yeah. But I drew a... I work for the post office. Mm-hmm. So I drew a lowrider LLV. I'll show it to you wow. after the program. Well, and <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to send it to lowrider art. <laughs> so I'm looking everywhere and I'm like, discontinued or... Yeah. Like, how, how many years now has it been? It's well, been you know couple, what? No? Wow. It's Yeah. It's probably been um, Almost 20, out of business you know? about yeah about between about 15 years yeah yeah it's been gone so i looked for it and i was like i'm gonna see if they can just post it you know what i mean because i know that you there was times where you can send pictures and then they would put your pictures on the right you know what i mean and i was like fuck i got all the i was like well you know you know what if i could touch base on one thing here you know once in a while somebody will hit me up and say hey man richard how come you guys still say lowrider magazine when there's not really a hard magazine involved and, you know, the fact of the matter is that uh, Lowrider Magazine is more than just pe- uh, paper. Yeah, for sure. Right? Um, it's a culture, but the within culture. the culture. Now, right now, um, just like everything else, everything's digital. Yeah. You know, uh, we have a very, very successful social media platform yep. on Facebook and Instagram. We have over 7 million people that follow Lowrider Magazine on those programs, oh, on yeah. those platforms. And and um, and what we've done is we've kind of made that the new the new way the new to norm. expose the culture. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now is that we're working on possibly opportunities in the future. Get you on. You know, because it's just something that to be able to fill it. Oh, and yeah. To yes. open those pages oh, well, well. and to be part of that. It's a magazine. You know? It's us. It's what we were, you know. That's right. Yeah. 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 The smell of That's the magazine. Smell, yeah. And just like... Yep. Can I? That's right, man. That's and right. then cutting the picture out and putting it on the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I shouldn't have taken Chinga, I messed up the other car on the other side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's dope, man. So I got a quote for you really quick. Uh, One day you'll be cruising down the street with the love of your life, bumping oldies, and everything will be all right. There you go. What you think, that? <laughs> that's nice. That's killer, bro. That's okay. killer. Yeah. 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 So, Lowrider, man, like, you guys, what do you guys see in the future? You know, you guys have been in it over, what, 40, 47 years? 47 years this okay. year. What do we expect for the 50-year anniversary, bro? Because that's only three years away, dog. You're right. Yeah. 50 years of Lowrider will amazing, be, um, I think, uh, very special for everybody yeah. in regards to if you're a Lowrider magazine fan. Yep. Um, and... As we were just talking about earlier, uh-huh. um, I think you're going to see some something on 
I don't want to say cheap paper. It's going to yeah. be a nice piece of paper. However. You're going to see something come back. <laughs> nah, so, nice. um, you know, we'll see how we can get everything dialed in right. Yeah. And we're working on the best we can. Awesome. Uh, you know, right now, actually, technically, Loretta Magazine is owned by Motor Trend. Okay. Motor Trend's parent company is Discovery. Okay. Uh, Discovery's parent company, I believe, is called Paramount. Yeah. Right? So Never I mean, heard of them. Yeah, never heard of those <laughs> those cats. But anyway, um, but right now, there's some, some process and changes trying to be made uh, to resurrect uh, the Lowrider magazine uh, as the way you and I knew it yeah. as we were growing up. For sure. You know, because even though, you know, it's hard to change culture, man. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you can't, though, you know, yeah. and especially our culture, dog. That's Porque it. Because somos bien stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. 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 yeah, there you go, man. It's like changing, it's like changing the, the recipe for menudo. <laughs> Yo, hell right? no, you're in trouble, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you already yeah. know. There you go. You're causing you issues right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we're, we're looking at... Uh, Continue with our with our Loretta tours, yeah, and and just continue to be part of the culture, awesome. But being relevant to the industry, awesome, as it's, itself, you know, that's cool. I mean, there's a lot of Lowrider super shows out there here yeah. and there, but if you want to know what the original Lowrider magazine show is about, yeah, one thing the easiest thing to do is look for the famous. Golden Arch. Ah, well, the Lowrider Golden Arch. Well, not is, the McDonald's one. Way. Not yeah. the McDonald's one. <laughs> I mean the but McDonald's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the original. Golden Arch. Yep, yep. Or, of course, the famous Lowrider Vato. Yeah. Okay, yeah. those two things. That's it. You know, um, that's Lowrider Magazine. That's it. That's uh, yeah. that's what's up, dog. Yeah. That's dope, man. I, yo, man, I'm feeling this. This is mm-hmm. great. It's been a great day, bro. Thank Hold you. Up. Thank you for your time, man. Thank you for being part of the program. No problem. You are educating people on culture that I grew up on. You know what cool. I mean? And this has been awesome. It's been a great Sunday. I got another quote for you guys. It's called Stilo Ese. Me entiendes, Mendes? Watch out now, you know, the little slang, huh? There you go. Uh, Heck yeah. How about the movies, dog? Like, how, how has uh, movies influenced Lowrider? Well, you know what? Uh, the, the very first time I saw a Lowrider on the silver screen was Boulevard Nights. That's it. And when I saw Boulevard Nights the first time, I said, man, this is a trip. You know, <laughs> seeing. You don't see, see this, no. You don't see this, yeah. you know? But, you know, um, if you really want to trace it back, I mean, the first time that I saw. Um, a lowrider on, on, on my TV was watching Chico and the Man on the opening credits. Yeah. You know, the famous Gypsy Rose, the yes, world's most famous lowrider, was on the front credits of, uh, of uh, Chico and the Man yeah. uh, series, TV series. <laughs> but it's been relevant ever since then. Wow. I mean, I've seen commercials yep. with lowriders. I've seen movies that have lowriders in them. And you know what? It's not a secret. I mean... Back in the 90s, maybe uh, MTV mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, glamorized the ill effects of lowriders. For sure. You know, with, with maybe a little bit more, too much more gangster than with, yeah. you know, what I guess, is. you know, what it is yeah. about, you know, because our cultura, man, we, we're not, you know, you know, a, a true lowrider, yeah. you know, basically is, is a guy that takes care of his family first and then his ramfla. Thank you. Right. Appreciate and, that. And that culture is what the, the bulk of all of us is what we're For all sure. about. For right. Sure. I mean. Yeah, you know what? Like I said earlier about the Wild West days, yeah. everybody grows up. I see. Yes. And as long as we keep on growing up and getting wiser, I see. Yes. Uh, we learn from that. And then you we know? educate. And we educate, man, yeah. because you know what? Nobody's going to take care of our gente uh-huh. except our gente. I see. Yes. I see. Yes. And that's what the show is all about, man. Educating yeah. people, leading them into the right path. And I hope that our, our listeners picked up on a lot of key things here that Mr. Richard Ochoa has just thrown down for you guys on this Sunday afternoon. You already know what it is, man. So uh, music. How about the lowrider music? You know what I mean? Like all those CDs, you guys have a big, ish, a big thing to do with that, too, as well, right? Well, you know, back in the day, Lowrider had um, uh, a partner that we used to have called Thump Records. Thump Records, and yeah. uh, Thump Records was was uh, was a partner in that. Uh, and Alberto Lopez was, and actually a gentleman by the name of Bill Walker. Okay, uh, they co-owned Thump Records. Yeah. Um, when the magazine got purchased to, to another entity, uh, Bill took over the ownership of Thump Records, and now he still continues today, man. Yeah. Thump Records comes to the Lowrider Super Show sometimes, and and you know they have their old, they have their all their. They, they sell their music and they the old school, um, new school, oh, uh, sure. funk, everything that they have in there, you know. But but our our, our music is is very um, is kind of a very big part of our industry as well. Yes, sir. It is. Yeah. Yes, sir. It is. So that's a question that I like to ask. And uh, since we're celebrating the 50 years of hip hop, what does the 50 years of hip hop mean to Mr. Ochoa and Lowrider? Well, 50 years of hip hop happened because. You know, hip hip hop is is a very uh, cultural 
music trend as well, sure. right? But if you think about it, man, I mean, everybody that cruises on their on their rides, yep. you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm you know I'm an old man, <laughs> but I you know I still will. I still listen to Snoop and, yeah, and yeah. Cube and 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 uh, you know some some of the best hip hop groups that we've had in the industry. For sure. That um, you know, nine out of ten times, man, that's the music that's in the car. I see it. You know, I see it, and it will always be. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. sick, bro. That is so dope. Uh, Mr. Ochoa, one more time, tell them where they can find you, bro. You know what? You can uh, right now. Loretta Magazine is available at LorettaExperience.com. LoretaExperience.com. And if you want to check us out, we can check you can check out Loretta Magazine on our Facebook page and Loretta Magazine on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. Y'all already heard, man. This is your boy, El Profe, Streets of Professor. Only bringing you nothing but the best, man. We representing Nogales, Arizona in a big way. And we're out here in Mesa, Arizona, putting it down too as well. This is a part of the program where uh, I like to introduce Baby D. And she likes to say the quote of the day, and we'll reflect a little bit of, on that as well. Baby D. If people are trying to bring you down, it means you're above them. What you think about that? I can relate. Yeah. I can relate in many ways. <laughs> in fact, I'm relating in a lot of ways that I probably shouldn't talk about, but, you know, I can relate. That's a great saying. Great saying. Awesome. Baby D always comes up with a lot of good sayings yep. at the end of the show, man. And she's awesome. She's a great co-host. And Appreciate like I said, she, she's amazing. Amazing in general. Um, so, Mr. Ochoa, man, anything else you'd like to educate our people with, man? Anything else you left out that you would like to say? Well, you know, not to bore you guys too much no, here, not but, at all. but I think um, I really applaud your efforts here on, on putting this information out and, and talking about this. This is things that we need to talk about. For sure. Um, and education is going to get us through a lot of this, you know. Uh, one thing that we uh, I see constantly is, is um, everybody in their areas thinking a little differently and... And I'm gonna go relate this back to Loretta Magazine. Once upon a time, when we when we were printing magazines and it was out every month, you know, uh, I could see what the car clubs was were doing in East LA yep. and Northern Cal and and sure. New Mex New Mexico and Texas yep. and actually even way back in Florida. Wow! And in some cases, different countries. Yeah. You know, and now the new platform is the social media platform that we have yep. on digital. Yep. We could still see that, but it's in a different format. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is that we're still networking with each other. Yeah. And you learn, you know yeah. what I mean? You're we seeing learn. what everybody's doing, so yep. we adapt. Yep. You know there what you I go. mean? That's the key word right there. You adapt. Yeah. So you adapt to the changes, too. Yeah. Like you said, everything is changing, so we got to adapt somehow, some right. way, and just make it bigger and better. That's right. Like always, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's, that's dope, dog. I want to uh, thank you once again, uh, Richard Ochoa. Uh, tour director for Lowrider. Uh, it's been an honor, bro. And oh, I hope you. that we can work together and maybe bring you back on the show. Bring your carnal on the show, too, oh, yeah. as well. It'd yeah. be dope to have you guys. Maybe you guys can pull up on some Lowriders, too, right <laughs> there here. You That'd go, be pretty man. sick. I love, yeah. cars. I love classic <laughs> cars. Oh, yeah. I'm big time into classic mm -hmm. cars, man. I yeah. got a, a, um, a guy that uh, does classic car repairs, too. On, on my route and then my neighbor Tony big shout out to Tony right you know, on and right Brian on, you know what I mean they're, they're dope they're good guys um, this is part of the program man I just want to go ahead and thank everybody once again uh, people out in uh, South Korea people out in Mexico that are tuning in to us and bumping with us and everybody here in the United States man thank you guys you guys have made this show a success but it's not about the show it's about our guests man everybody has a story and I bring them onto the show to tell their story, to educate you guys, to make you guys believers in goals, in setting some trends, in becoming somebody, somebody special. You know what I mean? And that's what the show is all about. So we thank you guys for taking the time out of your day, night, wherever you guys are at, at work, listening to us, at school. Thank you. El Profe, Streets of Professor. And I also want to go ahead and thank our two main sponsors of the show, Tyler Harding and Bacanora Danzari. Uh, you guys have uh, been great to us, and we applaud you. Uh, once again, uh, this is a part of the show that we call Famous Last Words of a Fool. What's up, fool? This is a part of the program, <laughs> Mr. Ochoa, that I am going to hand over my show to you. Uh, give some inspirational thoughts to our listeners, any quotes that you might have. Give out your final shout-outs, and uh, be you, my man. This is your show. Orale, well, that... 
that caught me by surprise. But again, thank you very much. And I, I also want to give props to uh, to everybody that's involved with the lowrider community right now. Uh, it seems like we all have the same focus. I mean, everything from the new developments on seeing the Phoenix Suns building a lowrider for sure uh, for the M- with the NBA involved sure. and giving us props and exposing us to Main Street all the way down to to the guys that are that are helping out with um, producing the shows um, and all, all the promoters that are out there working really diligently to put these car shows on. And it's a hard job, man. We all got to just stay focused and, and doing it. But as long as we do it for the right reasons, I think, it, you know, it's going to just be better for all of us. Oh, for sure. Big time, man. Any shout outs that you want to give out there? Well, of course, I got to thank, uh, got to thank uh, the Lord. But also I want to also thank the fact that my Family, let me come here today. Yeah. Right now, I'm supposed to be, uh, uh, you know, p- putting masa right now uh, for some tamales. So, thanks for getting me out of that work. Oh, for sure, bro. But you're not the only one that's gonna get in trouble, dog. Because when I go over, I'm gonna get in trouble too. <laughs> right on. So yeah, big time, man. Uh, once again, man, I want to thank Richard Ochoa for joining us this afternoon, and uh, I hope that in the future I can help out in any way, shape, form, and also be a part of the Lowrider family too as well, man. It's been an honor having you, and uh, as a guest for our show, you already uh, know that we treat you with a lot of respect and love. Once you walk through the door, uh, we gave you some good food, and uh, with that being said too, we give all our guests a little gift bag. Oh, wow. for you guys too that has a bunch of good uh, fun uh, things in the bag uh, the bag is brought to you by Truth and Humor our main sponsor Tyler um, there's a brochure for the Bacanora Danzari on the history of Bacanora too as well I also want to give a big shout out to Claudia for her um it's a coupon and some gift, a little gift back there for IV therapy. Oh, thank time. you so much. If you guys are ever for in Tucson, yeah, no, look her up. Thank you. Thank and you. And also, yeah. yeah. So she knows the trip. Never go home empty handed. And also, I gave you a little gift too, as well, in well, there as you. well. So thank you very much. Yeah, it's a little surprise for me too. And again, my, my, uh, Thank you for your, all your hospitality. You've been a you know, great host. Uh, thank, thank you. you so yeah, much. She's awesome. She's awesome. And also, uh, with that, in that cup, there are two Arizona Hip Hop Festival tickets oh, right. for oh. you as well on December 9th and 10th oh, for celebrating so the 10th year. Big shout out to Just Us and Respect the Underground for doing their thing and representing Phoenix in a huge way right the on. past 10 years. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And with that being said, man, I want to go ahead and thank everybody once again for being part of this program. Any last words for you, Mr. Ochoa? Again, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And let's just keep continuing to lowrider, man. I see yeah, low and slow, the way it should be. Que no? Orale. That's what's up. Baby D has a little something I'll say, too. Go ahead, Baby D. Low to the ground, but sky-high dreams, low-ride game, a lifestyle that never fades. Oh, <laughs> with that being said, say goodbye, everybody. Good night. Adiós. A rato.